Mothman, longtime listener, first-time caller. Just want to let you know how amazing my 13-month-old pit has been with the e-caller. He used to dart off, but now I can totally trust him off-leash. Thanks. Is, who is that? Mothman. Mothman. Isn't that the best feeling in the world? So great. What I want you to do at 13, 13 months old now? Mm-hmm. Okay, 13 months old. It's not in, It's not adult maturity yet. What I want you to do, as good as things are now, and I'm not being negative, up your game. Make sure that dog can be pulled off of a lot of distractions. A lot of distractions, okay? Because once they get to 18 months old, you might be getting the middle finger from these dogs. Okay, so be careful, buddy. Be careful, all right? Practice, practice, practice every day. Proud of you, though. Next. Hey everybody, how are you? Jeff Gellin with Solid Canine Training. Welcome to the show, another live show. And um, what is today? When Thursday. Thursday, Thursday that's last right. Night yesterday, we had a class. yesterday, last night we had a reactive dog class, which was really, really great because we did a lot of foundation stuff. I actually made a video today about um, foundation work, about like the pre doing all this stuff before you actually take your reactive dog out. And it's really, really valuable. I did a couple of protocols, which Joelle or one of her team will get um, edited up. So that's really, really good. Um, things are going really, really well. Um, kennel staff is doing awesome. Um, things are really, really good. I mean, things are great. Things are good. This is Got good. puppy class coming up. Puppy class is coming up. Yeah. It's always, we're not known for, we're not known for puppies. So it's always challenging to get puppies in. Because we're not really known, but we've got a great, great puppy obstacle course. We should feature that. Mm. Angelo did a tour, but I think that was on Instagram, wasn't it? No, it was a Facebook Live. It was a Facebook Live. He should do like an official tour. Ben and I have got to build some little ramps and stuff. So we'll do that. All right, everybody. Here we go. The way the show works is this. It's the What Would Jeff Do show. And um, what it is, is it's a sort of Q&A show, 90 minutes long. The answers come quick. They're not thorough because there's so many questions. We don't, we can't, we don't even have enough time to get through all the questions. I also do something called Jeff Gelman seminars, and those are two-day seminars around the world, seven countries, Scotland being one of them. Um, and um, what we do is those are triage. Those literally are people that are like, Jeff, stop this behavior now. They're like in immediate need, mm-hmm. immediate need. And we show people how to stop the behaviors. Um, and then the show is also based on stopping behaviors. So you hear about punishment a lot and you hear about um, different tools to use it. But the biggest thing about punishment is you're not angry. You're not upset. You're not um, uh, um uh, 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 yelling, you're not screaming. You're just like, nope, can't do that, and let's move on with life. Mm-hmm. I think that's the most important thing that people really, really need to understand. Um, and then we do the training center, and at the training center here, it's like, geez, it's like 95%. You know, I'll throw out a science term: positive reinforcement, and then 5%. You know, you know, you know, putting an aversive on a dog to stop an unwanted behavior. But what we're doing here is we're just really, really just doing your full, complete training, which is really, really important. We got a lot of nervous, fearful dogs here. God, we had a batch of them in now. Yeah, they just they came in so afraid, just yeah. like it's so it's so. Um, interesting when you've got these dogs that I don't know if there's people that are even aware of it. They, like, a dog that's only afraid of its shadow. 
afraid of a leaf blowing, afraid of a bag, afraid of anything and trying to just, you know, move it from point A to point B and it's worried about everything. Yeah. It's always interesting. It's always interesting. So um, there's a thing called Top Chat um, and that's down at the bottom. I was looking at my phone. The bottom of your screen is the dollar sign and when you click on the dollar sign, you could actually, it will go to um, something called Top Chat. You do not have to pay to play. We answer all questions here. We'll answer every one of your questions. Well, as long as we have time for it. We do our best. It's a free show. It's a free show. We are redoing our Patreon account, so we'll be able to help more people, serve more people, and we're getting massive amounts of content up, again, on all of our platforms, on Facebook, on um, uh, Instagram, TikTok, and we're just, we're, some of them might be on a little bit of a lull, like TikTok might be on a lull because we're hiring some new some new people to actually do some social on that, and I don't, I don't know if they've gotten to the TikTok because they're probably to do catch up on some of the other stuff. And um, we just put up a new YouTube video with even more of an explanation of this bonker. You know, if you haven't heard, you know, I was I'm all over the Scot Scottish news. I made the front page of the, the 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 largest Scottish newspaper, and it makes it look like I'm this horrific dog abuser. It's just so I just find it so interesting that like. I've gotten over, we've gotten probably a good 100 death threats and a good 24 threats to my kids and a couple of thousand. Oh, that's conservative, right? Yeah. Okay. Conservative. Okay. Thousands and thousands of yeah. pieces of hate and emails and phone calls. It's just so funny how people are like, that poor white dog. I'm like, that's a great Pyrenees who dragged its owner out of a wheelchair. She's confined to a wheelchair. Yeah. It is leash reactive. Had been to trainers. Been that to trainers. Could not help her. It's failed. It was either you're going to die or you have to be stopped. And we stopped it. Mm -hmm. And there's so many people who struggle. Like, they'll, I'm going to come and break your legs, Jeff. But don't throw a towel at a dog. I'll kill you. Or some people will, or some, yeah, or I'll kill you, or I'll kill you. Or, or there's some people that will say, I like the, I like the one where people say, it winced in pain. I'm like, does anybody own a dog where you, you pick up its paw and you're about to cut its nails? You don't even make contact and it screams its head off. Like, you want to see, like, who's, who, who, whose dog hates the bath and screams? Whose dog hates the vet? Whose dog doesn't like to get brushed out? Like, there's so many instances where dogs, like, are, like, not exactly happy-go-lucky. It's all part of being a dog. And then look at us. But to put these dogs up on this pedestal of, you could never do anything uncomfortable to a dog. And they're just going to make, always make the right decisions, is the biggest lie out there. Yeah. Like, do people not realize that dogs kill things, mm -hmm. including other dogs, including humans, mm -hmm. but especially wildlife? Like, they kill them with no remorse. Especially, like, Great Pyrenees, like, that's what they're bred to yeah. do. Yeah. They kill and it's coyotes. Like, they and kill animals. And it's so funny, whenever a dog bites a human, there are some humans out there that, like, taunt dogs and stuff like that, but we, we meet uncontrolled biters. They'll just bite you just for shits and giggles mm -hmm. you're just standing there minding your business they'll just run up to you and bite you mm -hmm. and it's not because you did anything to them it's like they bite they bite prior to coming here yep. like they we have we work with dogs we work with dogs that bite their owners every day every day they bite their owners every single day they bite their owners like, guys, really, please understand the dogs we work with. And whenever you get these experts on, it's like, oh, patience and this and this. Patience? 
How much more patience do we need? Mm -hmm. The dog's been biting you for two years. Like, I want it to stop. It's so incredible. Anyway, let's get right to the questions. I've ranted enough. Let's get right to the questions. All righty. Gretchen. Hi, guys. Love your hair, Joelle. Thank you, Gretchen. Thanks, Gretchen. Melissa said, good evening, Jeff Joel, and everyone in the chat. Hey, thanks, everybody. Maddie Thank you, Melissa. Says, hello. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, Maddie. Murph. Hey, Jeff and Joel. Hope you guys had a fantastic day. Let's get it. Uh, it's been it's been a challenging day. Mentally challenging. And um, one day I'll talk about it publicly about how I make it through days like today. And um, and I sure as hell don't drink or do drugs, I'll tell you that much. So it's talk about talk about being a strong leader. And standing up for what you, standing up for what you, what's the, what I'm thinking of? What you believe in? What I believe in. Yeah. It's just incredible. Yeah. It's incredible. I'm just, I mean, I don't want to start posting the hate because it's so disgusting, but people need to see it. Maybe I'll do a separate page on just like the hate we get. Maybe. It's so weird. Who does that? <laughs> Who leaves, like, I cannot imagine. Like someone just left a voicemail saying like really nasty stuff. Like right now, they just left a voicemail. I, I just heard it in the background. I'm like, who does that? I know. It's guys, so weird. Guys, so there's, weird. there's like, there's like. I have so much going on in my day. I can't even imagine. I know. If I had like five free minutes of time, it would not be spent doing that. I know. Anyway, we got a top chat. 499 top chat from Haley. Thank you, Haley. Hey, Jay and Jay. I hope all is well. I'm just popping in for a little bit to say hello and show my support awesome. as I get ready to go to the gym. Oh, Love awesome. You you have a good workout. Nice. You have a good workout. Um, Gretchen said, good to know someone appreciates it. Yeah. Uh, um, A says, hi, everyone. Hey, A. A. Michelle. All right. I think this is a three-parter. Are you ready? Oh, Michelle. It's Michelle P. She's okay. She's a fan. We'll let her. We'll let her go. We'll allow it. All right. At the groomer today, my Aussie got reactive to another dog. I was handling two dogs, so I didn't catch the loading. I said no firm prong collar correction. Yep. He stopped and went into a down. I'm not happy to still be working on this, but so glad I had the tools yeah. to end it quickly. Yeah. Gonna go to the groomer more because there are, are other dogs he has to exist with, but they can't engage with each other. We will keep working. Correct, on it. correct. Teach your dog how to just do a lot of nothing. I think it's funny because I did a video today. I actually up up on our page. I did a video of all these dogs in our daycare. So we do. Well, you know this, but we do active training, active like play. Okay. Well, let's first clarify. Our daycare is not one of those things where eight hours a day dogs are running around like crazy. No. We get the dogs that are kicked out of traditional daycare. Right, because they're too they aggressive. <laughs> right. If they get too excited, they make bad choices. Yep. So what we do is we do we work them. We work them on tasks. So this morning we had one, two, three. I'm bringing another treadmill, by the way, a shorty one. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I'm going to bring a shorty one from home. So we had three dogs on treadmills, three dogs in sit stays. Check the video. It might be four dogs in sit stays. A couple dogs in... Excuse me, a couple dogs in place. Julie's dog was in the kennel because it's, it's one of staff's dogs. And... Um, People are like, geez, they don't look like they're having fun. It's like, they're working. Yeah. They're con they're, they're, put it this way, they're concentrating really hard. Mm -hmm. And there's a ca there's some dude with a camera going around. And then meanwhile, I put up a video of them in social running around. Running around. Being yes. crazy. Right. It's like, so it's like, it's like. You can have both. You can have both, guys. You can have both. Yeah. You can have both. Next. Um, mm -mm. Kathleen. Hi, guys. Sorry to see all the hate. Feel so sorry for people like that. Sad world we live in. I must tell you. We've gotten, I have gotten, I've gotten, I can't even speak. I'm exhausted. I was up all night and I'm, and I'm, and I'm, was going to make a cup of coffee, but then you gave me a dirty look and I was like. I thought you just had a double espresso. I was going to make another coffee. 
fact, I might take a break from this just to get through the show. Um, make, will you make me a coffee, please? Sure. Thank you. Um, so, um, so what? What? It's so interesting. I'll talk about this for a little bit. So, because Joel's not here, and I'm sure you guys are tired of it. You don't come to the show for this. But I just want to bring awareness to this. It's so interesting how people turn all of this stuff into hate. And God, it's such. They're like they throw this like bad karma shit at me. Karma is gonna bite you in the ass, Jeff. And I'm like, me? I? How about you? How about you? Yeah, it's so it's so interesting. It's so interesting. So I want to thank everybody for all the all, all the awesome support. Looks like we already got six six thumbs down. So we got some haters on the show. So by the way, guys, for all you folks that don't like me, I actually like you. I have empathy for you. I have empathy for you. I really, really, really do. This is my rationale. This is how I think. Anybody that's in a place that feels that they have to be hateful, either online or in person or doing cyberbullying, you must really be struggling. And I'm sorry. I feel bad for you. I feel bad for you that you've got to feel that you need to do that to make you feel better or that you're doing your part or that you're doing your part. Um, I find it really, really, really interesting um, that, that also people would like threaten the lives of my kids. That's a rough one. Mm -hmm. It's like, wow. You would thank you so much. You would threaten the lives of my children, my innocent, my innocent children. Like, who does that? I don't know. Anyway, let's get right back to the questions. Here we go. I was just killing time, guys. I figure I gotta kill talk, talk about hate and killing my kids during a break because I want to keep keep the dog training to you. But it's really bad. Today was really bad. Yeah. Yeah. Holding on dog training. Good evening, J and J. Thank you for providing all this knowledge both for dogs and humans. Mm. It has allowed many of us to pay it forward. I'm truly grateful. See you in Florida. You're welcome. Michelle, good evening, Jeff Dewell, Melissa, and Maddie. Good evening. How are you? Let Good me address evening. this because in case Michelle just leaves it. Stuart, I'm sure you can understand why people are mad. The bonk seemed excessive. Actually, Stuart, that actually bonk was not excessive at all. It was not excessive at all. Okay. Stuart, thank you. First of all, you're brand new to the show. So thank you for being here. I really appreciate you. And you do not have to agree with me. You do not have to like me at all. But that actually bonk, the only thing wrong with that bonk was... The owner should have bonked, but she couldn't because she's not strong enough. Actually, one week after that, she was actually permanently confined to a wheelchair. And by the way, that bonk stopped the behavior. So this is one thing. Number one, that's a 120-pound Great Pyrenees against a cotton towel. What we're doing is I had to teach that dog an an inhibitor. If you watch the full video, which is on my page, that is my video, and I'm specifying that. It's not a hidden video. It wasn't leaked. It was my video filmed by my people, not edited. Well, it's edited for like, you know, time, but not like edited to make it look good nor bad, just like time. It shows that dog lunging at other dogs. Also, it has dragged the owner out of the wheelchair. Let's talk about excessive, Stuart. Stuart, I'm not picking on you and I love you and I care about you, but it's your first time on the show as well. So that dog pulls its owner, who has no use of her legs, out of her wheelchair. Now, a lot of people will say, well, she shouldn't have the dog. Bullshit. No, she should have the dog. Just fix the dog. That's the job. Like that actually is the job. Just fix the problem. Fix the problem. That's actually what the job is. She came to that seminar for me to fix her dog and and, and I mission accomplished. So what you do is this. 
It seemed excessive because everyone's like, oh, the dog was just sitting there wagging its tail, looking up at its owner. No, it was not. Well, okay. Yes, it was. But what the dog was doing is this. It lunged at the other two dogs. That's you don't it. see that in the chopped up video. Though. In the video, you see it. We got the, her to regroup the dog. Then I had the other person go by, and you can see the dog loading, and I go, that's where we're going to bonk. And then I had her go by again. She said no. No is a marker word. It's very, very, very important that you say no before you historically apply a correction, but especially the bonker. Remember, I'm trying to bring value to the word no. Most dogs don't know what no means. You say no to your dog, they might stop temporarily, but they don't stop. Or they might not stop at all. No. Pause. And it's called the anticipation period. One, two, bonk. It's a cotton towel. It's a 120-pound dog. It's supposed to startle the fuck out of the dog. That's the whole idea. It was loading on another dog. Now, if anybody else wants to rehab dog-reactive dogs any way they want to, they can. Now, now that dog, for the rest of the seminar, and it's been five months, or six months now, for six months now, yeah. is doing great. The dog had great heel before. A lot of people say, teach it a better heel. The dog has great heel. People, dogs pick up bad behaviors all the time. Mm-hmm. Like we have seven-year-old dogs that start biting for the first time. Yep. We have three-year-old dogs that all of a sudden become leech reactive. Mm-hmm. Like it, it just, it, they're dogs. That's what happens. So it actually wasn't excessive. It was actually, it, it, you can't be too excessive with a towel and a 120-pound dog. It was beautiful. You know why it was beautiful? Because it worked. And that's all that matters. That's all that matters. Why are people upset? I don't know. I don't know. When the narrative is Jeff chokes, beats, hits, shocks dogs to train them, that's a lie. Ironically, you know what step two is? You ready for step two? Dog walks by, dog doesn't explode, click food hundreds of times. Bonk once, reward hundreds. Bonk once, reward hundreds. But you need to have that initial bonk. This is what we do for a living. We rehab aggressive dogs. Thousands of them. Highly successful. So, meanwhile, she's been to five. How about the five dog trainers she's been to that couldn't help her? Told her to kill the dog. Told her to kill the dog. How about those people? Right? That seems excessive. Kill the dog. It's pretty excessive to me. I've seen that a lot today, just like looking through comments. Oh, dogs should just be killed if it can't be fixed with love. Yep. If you can't fix the dog with love, rewards, and patience, kill it. Kill it. Literally, people say this and they feel this. They feel this strongly. But then they'll go on their computers and say, I hope you die, motherfucker, to me. Yeah. It's so Ironic, interesting. Isn't it? It's so interesting. Next. All righty. Woo. Um, a Batgalia, when using wrong, do you mark the behavior once it is done correctly with good and let off pressure or just let off pressure? Both. Absolutely. We use markers all the time here. All the time. We clicker train and reward dogs probably more than most most trainers do. But in my seminars, we don't. Why? Because nobody's there to learn how to train stuff, to learn how to stop stuff. 
Dogs are surrendered to shelters because you can't stop an unwanted behavior. The seminars are called problem-solving seminars, not how to teach your dog to sit down and heal. They're called problem-solving seminars. Next. Uh, skincare queen. Hey guys, since I've discovered your videos, I've been using bonking and it's been working great. Awesome. I'm so thankful for finding you. However, my dog is really lack obedience and I have no idea where... Mm -hmm. Where to start. Hold on. Where? I know it's unrealistic expectations to have them be perfect after only training a mild amount. Again, not totally sure where to start, but they run around the house like wild dogs. Right, right. Okay. So, first of all, it takes a lot of work to train a dog. And using a remote collar is not some, you know, like lazy person's way. That's what I, that's another phrase. Oh, you're just being lazy. Really? Here's a remote collar. Show me how you train the dog. You can't. It takes time. You have to understand learning theory. You know, you still have to understand, you know, learning theory. So, operate conditioning. Let's throw in some fancy words, you know, so we sound smart. You know, so dog training. <laughs> the quadrants. Right. Dog owners don't care about that stuff. No. So, we're family pet dog trainers. They just are like, train my dog to do this. Stop it from doing this. Okay, I'll show you how to do it. So, um, but you've got wild dogs running around your house. Number one, what I suggest you do is keep leashes on them. The first command is teach them place. And then also... What you're going to do is, um, what you're going to do is uh, teach them place, teach them kennel up, and then reinforce the place command big time and have more structure in your dog's life. Next. Gretchen, radar went in the vet and they had to take him in back without me. I had him muzzled and told them for their own safety, don't unmuzzle him. They said he voluntarily doubled down. Proud. Nice. Awesome. Pack leader dog training. So happy to be here. Any idea when the T3s in Providence will be? Um, October something. October something. I got. I don't know the dates. October something though. One big weirdo. How do you recommend I respond to a friend that calls my dogs robot dogs because I've used e-collars on them? They said they did research on the negative impact shock collars have on dogs and that they end up scared and worse mentally in the long run. <laughs> uh huh. So I would, you know, I would I would sit down with your friend and I would explain to them. Listen, I care about you. I like you. Um, I value you as a friend. If you do. But in order for us to stay friends, I think it would be a good idea for not to, for for us not to talk about dog training, because we're going to disagree on that, and um, I'm really not don't want to debate you, and I've decided to train my dogs this way. You've read some information, which is from some source that is supposed to be scientific, but it's not. Okay, um, it's an opinion piece. Um, there is not a good study out there on remote collars at all. Um, the study, the one study that they keep quoting actually is they put remote cowers on dogs. And just shock them. They don't name the brand of the cower. They don't name the trainers. They don't name the trainer's experience. And they literally just shock the dogs. They just shock them. And what it proved was the, was the cortisone levels go up and they stress them out I'd more. I'd be fucking stressed it's out like, too. It's like, yeah, but that's not how we train with remote cowers. So literally the study is not what we do. No. The, the study is actually what we tell people not to do. So it's like ironic, isn't I, it? Isn't it so ironic? That's the only st study that's been done. Everything else is an opinion piece. Next. <laughs> but all the documented video footage of thousands of trainers doing it properly, yeah, isn't enough. <laughs> isn't enough. I know. It's so funny. <laughs> I just can't. Nope. All right. Um, 
Let's see. Trixie out. Hi, guys. Walking my five-month-old spaniel with prong collar goes very well for about the first 15 to 20 minutes. Yes. But when we are heading home, she starts to get anxious and I starts know. pulling. Yes. Any advice? Yes. It's so funny because even when you go around in a circle, they always know halfway. They really do. It's like if you go out and back, it makes sense they know halfway. It's like, oh, we're actually heading home. But when you go around in a circle, they're like, oh, we're halfway. <laughs> <laughs> How the fuck do you know you're halfway? You eat your shit. They probably smell it. It's so funny. It's like they eat their own shit, but they can fucking figure out halfway marks of circumferences. It's like you got math skills, but you're fucking eating your shit. So it's like you're, you know, so um, what you want, what I want you to do is this. At that halfway mark, I want you to do a couple of things. I want you to do some quick directional changes with some pretty firm leash pops some automatic sits, some down, walk back towards the house, immediately turn around. What I want you to do is confuse your dog a little bit. So I want you to make that second half of the walk a big mind fuck for the dog, okay? It's like, yeah, we're heading back home. Boom, boom. No, we're not. Up, we're, we're going to come to a stop. We're going to go into a sit. I'm going to tell you to down. Oop, I'm going to turn left into you. You know what? I'm going to turn right into you. Up, let's head back home. Do that. Boom, 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 boom. So... Going back home should take two to three times as long as going the halfway mark. Your dog will go, what the Frank Sinatra is going on here? I better, what's this person's name? Um, Trixie out. Trixie out. I better pay attention to this, to Trixie. And that's what you do. And now all of a sudden you become valuable to your dog. Next. I love my pit bull peaches. Hey, everybody. Hey, What's up, Peaches? Deb, will you be posting some clips from the Reactive Dog class? We'd love to see it. Yes, on Patreon. I think we can actually post the whole class. Next. Uh, so what we're doing, sorry to interrupt you. Um, what we're doing on our Patreon channel is our Patreon channel is going to be a huge source of massive amounts of content. Um, and that's going to take us a little bit of time to get it going. Um, probably by the end, mid to end of February... We're going to be putting up so much information. We actually have a bunch of things in the works right now. So we're sort of like, it's like, we're working on it. We're working on it. We're working on it. Like, we're so busy training clients' dogs right now. And keep in mind that all of our social media is free, by the way. So the Patreon channel is is sort of a, it's a paid platform. It's like five bucks and up. Um, but we're going to be putting more stuff on there. Next. Uh, Kibu, wish I could be at the reactivity class. Too bad it's not on video. But Kibu, it's sort of the similar stuff that we did in um, Elkhart or Chicago, wherever I met you. Next. Michelle, working on five dogs rushing the door. Tried changing my tone for break command to stop the excitement on that command. Started using hand signals only, and that is working really well. Yeah, probably because your hand signals are lower arousal than break. So what happens is this. We food train dogs, but... Some dogs we don't food train because it hurts. Why would it hurt? They get too excited. Sometimes physical touch gets too excited. Guys, show of hands. You walk in the room, your dog gets excited. Just you showing up, the dog gets excited, right? So what happens is being a pet dog trainer and working on interior obedience, we're trying to get these dogs to a calm, rested state of mind. Outside, chuck it, frisbee, just running around and playing. Uh, going to the beach, running to the woods, um, all that stuff. You know, we got a shitload of fucking frowny faces on, on our off-leash dogs. Our off-leash hiking. Having a great time. Yeah. No equipment on them. 
It's like incredible. Not even a leash. It doesn't matter. People were people putting frowny faces on a post from 1973. I'm like, <laughs> I that's a good. I forgot about that post. 1973. I'm sorry. Let's no, say so, no. you had Facebook in 1973. No, no, no. 2003. So I'm like, no, not 2003. It's, it's something with three. So it can't be. 2013. 2013. What year are we in now? Right. Yeah, probably, 2013. From 2013. Right. Then. Yeah, seven years ago. So I was like, what did I say? 19, what was my first one? 1973. Why do you even think Zuckerberg was alive? <laughs> he wasn't. <laughs> Zuckerberg was dead. He was a little spermy swimming around. He probably wasn't even a little spermy. Probably not. Yeah, he wasn't even a fully formed sperm yet. Next. <laughs> um. Blessing, I emailed you about Dakota possibly going to you for training. Did you get it? I did. We should talk. I'll call you up. We should talk because I want to make sure your, your, your level of expectation, I want to make sure we meet. You got some specific things there. So let's just make sure we can do that. Next. Crixis, hi guys. Checked out the new DIY 2020 videos. Awesome job. Wouldn't change a thing. We're getting there. We've got two. Maddie, more. I have two that I'm uploading tonight for you. Is that our Maddie? Well, I'm just telling Maddie. She's oh, on the show. Oh, Maddie, we have two more we're uploading tonight. More work for you. Don't go to sleep. Next. <laughs> Michelle, my pit mastiff won't break from a sit on a hand signal. He waits for me to say the word as he was taught. Question, is a hand signals for a single event messing up my other training? Your hand signal is a marker which you can make do anything. So you can train your dog what a hand signal means. So that's up to you. So... First, you've got to, before you, you could, okay, so many people do this for sit. You can actually make this down. You can make this spin around. You can make this do a handstand. So you can train something and then assign it a word or a marker. Next. I don't know. If I, I like I, when we train deaf dogs. Yes. Because you have to do hand signals. Yes. And break is always like. <laughs> Like this, like weird thing. Ta-da! Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I love training deaf dogs. Um, you want it? You want for a deaf? If you never worked with a deaf dog as a trainer, work with a deaf dog. Your skill set gets better. Sure does. And you can bonk a deaf dog. Just to let you know. There was more um, to skincare queens. I just found it. She said her dogs only listen half the time. She wants, and they want run of the house. No. And they do what they want. No. She says, I cry so much over it and feel out of power. The moral of the story, where do I start? Okay. Leashes on the dog, no more free roaming. Leashes on the dog, no more free roaming. Right now, this isn't the end. This is not the end goal. But you've got dogs that you're literally losing your shit over. Kennel them up. Shut up in the kennel and lie down. Or in place. Or one dog out at a time doing drills, put the other dog back in the crate, bring the other dog out, and you do drills. So whenever you're starting out training, on, right now, you got to kennel the other one up. That's just the way it is. It's not forever, but that's just the way it is. Next. Um, Michelle Anderson. My pit mastiff won't... Oh, I just read that shit. Um, let's see. Grace, started going to yoga, and my service dog chills in place for class. Wow. Nice. Sometimes I just got him to do downward dog on his blanket next to my mat. Just thought I'd share something fun yes. with y'all. Awesome. They, just, they, have something called, so they have something called doga next. Dog yoga. Dog, dog, dog yoga, yeah. Um, CT Vader, second live. You both rock. When do you start remove the food from training? Um, we remove the tr- when the dog is doing it. Um, well, you, 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 
you do it probably differently. You might do it differently than I do it. Once we so, get to NCS, it becomes yeah, variable. Yeah. So NCS is our non non-compliance stem. So what happens is this: when you absolutely know the dog knows the command, absolutely, you you do variable reward, and maybe you only use re reward for a little bit of reinforcement, but then you take it away. Because it gives you the opportunity then for the dog to learn the remote. And even if you don't believe in remotes, it's like, I'm not going to pay you forever. Like, you know, we've, we've done 300 to 500 repetitions. you got to start doing this stuff on your own. Or then that's when you would apply your, your punisher. Next. Jack, hey, Jeff and Joelle saw the news article and immediately knew you guys would be receiving a lot of hate. I know oh. you guys pushed through it all. Thanks for doing what you do and keep pushing through. This is a challenging one. I mean, I must say, this is a challenging one. When you get thousands of pieces of hate, we were we had we had the first day that that news article was out, which was yesterday. We had mm. three people working an eight-hour shift just deleting hate. That's twenty-four hours straight of deleting hate. Three people full time. Mm -hmm. We could have been fucking training dogs and building our business. Yep. Next. And here they are coming on the show. Yep. Next. Chloe and Luca, hey guys, on your what comes after the correction on IG, you reward after the correction. So Luca looks at the other dog, no, shock, command to look at me, looks back, mark, and then now I treat. Say that one more time. Because those are, those are a little bit complicated. On your what comes after the correction on IG, you reward after the correction. So mm -hmm. Luca looks at the other dog, no, shock, command to look at me, looks back, mark, and now I treat. No, we don't. We don't give the look at me command. I historically, after I give a correction, if the dog makes the good choice, right after the correction, I don't reward. What I do is role play it again. So keep in mind, I role play stuff over and over and over and over and over again. So what I do is this. Whenever I'm doing my seminars and we do something like walking, um, you know, the walking drills, I'll have, say, 10 dogs on each side facing each other and someone's got to walk the gauntlet. So they've got to walk the gauntlet and all of a sudden, one dog that's sitting or standing next to an owner on the side explodes. Boom, we stop. And I send the other person that was walking down the middle back and I'm like, let's replay this. And then what we do is I teach the owner exactly to start learning about loading behavior and to correct it. And then when the dog makes good choices, to reward it. But usually historically, it's sort of like this. Let me give you the best example. Not the best example. Let me give you a really good example. Angelo is my seven-year-old son. And you'll see him. He's on my Instagram. And guys, do me a favor. Have some fucking class. Don't threaten my kids. Like, you come across as a loser. All right? Um, you really do. I mean, it's like, what kind of fucking person are you? So... He goes, say he stole something from Walgreens. Walgreens is a, is a pharmacy. I'm, I'm not sure if they're, they're national, but we have international people here. Um, he steals something from Walgreens. I say, Angelo, put it back. He puts it back. I'm not going to give him like a reward after putting it back. You know, and, and, you know, I will probably, and then if he doesn't steal something, this is why this is not a good example. If he doesn't steal something, I don't reward him for not stealing. That's why it's not a good example. A better example would be, okay, why don't I just fucking just explain it the way I wanted to explain it? After you give a correction, you're done, then you role play it again. And then when the dog makes a good choice, you give a reward. Next. Yeah, we don't give a command to look at us. The dogs, like, usually after correction, they are, they're just 
Like, they default to look at you. Right, right. But we don't train that. Right. Um, Kibu, hi, jo- hi, Joelle and Jeff. One of two. We had two snow days here. My 11-year-old granddaughter <sighs> has been pleading to walk the dog. So yesterday and today, she walked Kibu with me. She held the leash. She did great. Nice. Where is the rest? Your advice and tips on training her to walk, Kibu. Awesome. You know what you can also do when you've got kids that are interested in, 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 in you know, obedience training the dog, what you can also do is put two leashes on the dog. You have one leash that you're holding back, and then the dog doesn't really see that you're holding it. And then the child has the other leash, and they're in, like, the proper heel position. And yours is just that just in case the dog decides to, like, lunge or something or, or pull ahead or something like that. Next. Uh, Chloe and Luca, how do you build duration in drive? My dog has drive, but his endurance is short. So we don't work dogs in drive historically. That's going to be one of your sport dog um, questions. We're pet dog trainers. Now, I work with drivey dogs. We work with drivey dogs, but we work them in pet dog mode. And there actually is a difference. So I own two German Shepherds and a Malinois, very drivey working dogs. But 95% of the time, if not more, they're family pets. Like, I don't need you to be your drivey dogs. Because when they're in drive, they like are like, they bounce off trees. Like, so what I want them to do is I want that on and off switch. So you can actually take a drivey dog and say, actually say place. And actually it should know to go to place and relax. Or you can say enough. So, but they, these are all words. These are English words. You have to teach the dog what to do. But you can, your drivey dog can live in two worlds. It can live in family pet world and it can work and it can live in drivey world. Next. A dog's best friend said, hi guys. Hey, how are you? Christine took both dogs to town for an on-leash walk with Prong. They were great. Felt like a badass walking with one at heel on either side. Nice. Good for you. Congratulations. Gretchen, at this point, I'm laughing at some of the hate. It cracks me up how they manipulate the words you give them and make themselves look innocent. The death threats are totally uncalled for. Yeah, they really are. It's really funny how, too, how people are like, you know, um, we don't believe in death threats. I'm like, you fucking started it, asshole. It's like, it's yeah. like... When you put when you put up a headline that says dog trainer abuses dogs, dog trainer dog. hits dogs. What did you think people were doing? It's like I'm still waiting for the fucking flowers to show up. Nobody's sending us flowers, so it's like what did you think was going to happen? Right. You can't play innocent. In fact, there's laws about about that as well. Yeah. Incite in, in, incitement laws. Mm-hmm. Like you cannot sit back and play the innocent victim. I didn't know it was going to Oh, happen. I didn't know that was going to happen. You didn't. <laughs> really? Really? Yeah, you did. You did. You knew it was going to happen because it always happens. Yep. All right? It always happens. So people really, if they want to see if they want to see true abuse, like, let's go. It's funny how Michael Vick, and I've got no opinion on him other than I think he was elected, he was nominated for the, the Hall of Fame, and he, like, is a convicted dog abuser for actually killing dogs. Um, and look at him now. It's like, that's the funny part. It's like, you elevate him to this status. Do you know what I mean? It's like, and the people that are actually rehabbing dogs for a living, which is not always pretty, are actually the ones that are actually being supposedly abusive. Mm-hmm. You know, meanwhile, it's like, no, you're biting humans. You need to be corrected. Next. King Kong. Hi, Jeff. My one-and-a-half-year-old GSD barks, whines a lot when she gets excited. This happens whenever we walk to the backyard because association of driving. Yep. We try not to get her excited, stop her, but she won't help. So what you can do, a lot of this is an arousal issue. How old is the dog? One-and-a-half years okay, old. Okay, so it's only first. I thought that was the 13-week-old dog that I'm looking at right now. So um, that's John Doe's dog. Um, so um, what you want to do is 
if it's an arousal issue, you can, before you leave the house, this is the, they're in their backyard, right? So before you leave the house, you can actually bonk the dog. No, bonk, go in the backyard, practice, you know, even energy stuff in your backyard. But listen, you can play chuck it in your backyard, frisbee in your backyard, trick training in your backyard, bite work in your backyard, do all kinds of fancy stuff in your backyard, but you can also have a calm dog in your backyard. You can dabble in both worlds. Next. Um, Maddie posted the link to the upcoming seminars. Thank you, Maddie. We have Florida's next. Pearson, Florida. It's close to Orlando. It's the only Florida seminar we're doing, so drive there. Joe, good evening, guys. Longtime viewer, first-time chatter. In typical dog trainer fashion, I agree with most of what you say and do. Completely disagree with some. Continued success. Yeah, I mean, guys, like... Do you have to agree with everything we do? I, I don't agree with... I don't agree with everything Joelle does, mm-hmm. but I consider her a very good friend. Like, like you know, I've got, like, our, our, our latest guy from... Okay, our latest guy from Singapore... Um, he wonderful guy, but he smokes cigarettes. So it always pe- pisses people off. I, I'm not a big fan of people that smoke. That doesn't mean I hate you, but I don't like the smell of smoke on humans. I don't like the smell of smoke in the air. So it's like, like I don't have to like everything you like. Like, I can have a vegan friend, but I'm a meat eater. Mm-hmm. It's like, are you a nice person or not a nice person? But it's like, fine. Your style of dog training is not something I prefer. Okay. Great. Wonderful. And that's worth killing somebody over. Right. Okay. In, <laughs> right. Okay. By the way, in some countries, they do kill people over disagreements like that. But it's not about that. It's like, you know, women driving. You know what I mean? So it's just like, you know, showing too much skin. So it's the kind of thing where where we yeah, make more fucking enemies right now, Jeff. So <laughs> just see it now. <laughs> see it now. <laughs> I was on the BBC. What's what's ISIS's fucking t- TV station? <laughs> Al Jabbar. <laughs> I can see it right now. I want to do an interview with Jeff. <laughs> Next. <laughs> anyway, I never do. T- it's nice that you can just say that you don't agree with everything yes. and like move on and be a fucking normal human a being. Normal human being. My God. It's like, I don't know too many people that agree with everything that someone else does. That's, yeah, like, that's, that's actually scary. scary. Right. That's called, that's called being a sheep. Right. Next. Lucy, I'm using an e-collar and camera for separation anxiety, correcting her works in the moment, but it doesn't stop her from trying to escape the crate again just minutes later. Yeah. Am I doing something wrong? Well, I don't know because I'm not there to see it, but all I know is this. Any sort of form of crate escape behavior is usually a high-level correction. And you're going to hear a lot of stuff. Oh, that creates a negative association with a crate. No, it doesn't. Your dog already has a negative association with the crates. Every dog that we've ever gotten here that has got, we have got, this is it. That's not what I want. That's, that's, that's that um, kombucha. 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 Like, what did I say? That's kombucha. not water. Kombucha. Um, you know, let me take this and put it in my pocket. I'm always fucking losing my goddamn earbuds. Mm-hmm. I love these earbuds. Um, so, um, Every dog, we've worked with about 10,000 dogs, I mean, in my career. And so, no, there's no science behind, you know, maybe what I say, but there's something called, you know, sweat equity. So, we see a pattern. Every dog that comes in here with, like, crate issues has never had electronics on. Every dog that comes in here with crate um, anxiety has never um, um, had electronics on. So, they already have negative associations with the crate. So, what you do is create a negative association with breaking out of the crate. 
The next thing you know, your dogs just lie down. Happens all the time. Next. Head to tail dog training. Hey, J&J. I hate mongerers are back on their game, eh? I'm feeling some of it, too, since sharing about the internship. Threats of violence, bad business reviews. Yikes. Still psyched, though. Can't wait for April. Yeah. So we've got, you know, we'll get we'll get probably a thousand one-star Google reviews out of this. You know, we get tons of hate. I mean, it's all like, mm. it's all nonsense. I mean, it, it's not, it, it's, it's. I don't want to say nonsense, meaning like don't take it seriously because some people are a little bit fanatical. I mean, but it's sad. Yeah. I feel really sorry for folks that do this. I feel sorry for all the anger that people have inside of them. Especially if you like, I feel sorry for a grown-ass adults being bullies. And it's so easy for people to say, well, you're the one that's abusing dogs, Jeff. I'm like, you know what? Stopping a dog from pulling its owner out of a wheelchair is the farthest thing from abuse. It's the kindest thing that you could do to a dog. Mm -hmm. Like if your dog swallowed something and had to get emergency surgery, that vet would fucking slice your dog open so fucking quick. It'd be incredible. Mm -hmm. Literally so quick. It's like, give me a fucking break. That was the kindest thing I could have done to that dog. Yeah. You know, meanwhile, everybody. Saved it from death. I literally saved that dog from death. We do it every day here. Mm-hmm. Every fucking day. Next. Uh, Mothman, longtime listener, first time caller. Just want to let you know how amazing my 13-month-old pit has been with the e-caller. He used to dart off, but now I can totally trust him off leash. Thanks. Is it, who is that? Mothman. Mothman. Isn't that the best feeling in the world? So great. What I want you to do at 13, 13 months old now? Mm-hmm. Okay, 13 months old. It's not an, it's not adult maturity yet. What I want you to do, as good as things are now, and I'm not being negative, up your game. Make sure that dog can be pulled off of a lot of distractions. A lot of distractions, okay? Because once they get to 18 months old, you might be getting the middle finger from these dogs. Okay, so be careful, buddy. Be careful, all right? Practice, practice, practice every day. Proud of you, though. Next. Denise, hello from Albany, um, Oregon. Thank you so much for all that you're doing. I have three GSDs ranging from four years to four and a half months. I've learned so much in such a short time reinforcing what my regular trainer has taught. Awesome. Wow. Four, four years to four. Albany. This is in Albany, Oregon? I guess so. I was thinking, oh, you said Albany. I'm like, oh, upstate New York. O-R, Oregon. Yeah. yeah. Oregon or Oregon? Hmm. Yep. Uh, Mr. Crazy Milo, thanks for all the free info and honest real-life perspective. Oh, you're welcome. Kaylee J. Good evening, Jeff and Joel. Hey, Kaylee. How are you? Um, Head to tail dog training. Also, new podcasts haven't been showing up in my Apple podcast app, even though it says new episodes. Have you heard this from anyone else? App is updated, even tried resubscribing and reinstalling. No. Um, At one point, Spotify, we had the wrong – Spotify did an upgrade, and we had the wrong link on Spotify – so every what you do is this. If you go to our go to our website, hmm, go to our website and underneath free resources, I think there's like a podcast little or a music or a podcast little list. Subscribe through those. See if that works. See if that works. Melissa, do you know anything about that? Next. Brittany had a great birthday today with my family and dog. He even went to a dog-friendly restaurant with me. Nice. The waitress didn't even know I had a dog. He was tucked under the table. Best compliment I've gotten. That's it. That's awesome. That's 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 the best. That's the whole idea. They're like, oh, there was a dog there. I'm like, yeah. That's called public access training. Yep. Next. 
David, hey Jeff and Joelle, I appreciate you both. No drinking or drugging is awesome. I've been using the e-collar with Rocco saying no. I've been having great results. Thanks, guys. Yeah, I mean, I'm sober. And I was I I, 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 I don't like to use the word alcoholic or, or addict because I wasn't. But if you say sober, people assume I know. Are. It's like I just live a sober lifestyle. I do too. I just decide not to drink alcohol or do drugs. You know, did I used to do it? Yeah. Did I do too much? Yeah. But it was never like to the point of like, oh my gosh, I need to get professional help. I just decided one day, I remember this. I was in Las Vegas. In Las Vegas, I stopped drinking first, and I think two months later, I stopped um, drugs. Um, almost 30 years now. Yeah. And, and, and I love it, and I love it, and, and it's so great. You know what's a really great podcast to listen to, a really good book right now, is, um, is uh, Jocko's, Jocko's... The Dichotomy of Leadership. Yeah, The Dichotomy of Leadership. It's is a great a, book. It's a great book right now to read. It's a great book. Not, not just now to read, but... but everything mm. next ready yep get off your phone daniel i'm really sorry for all the hate you've gotten um, well it's not your fault daniel but thank you gretchen jeff do you know when your next available internship times are so gretchen i don't i think quarter four is booked i think what's quarter four? Oh, you break the october november quarter? december gotcha. yeah october november december because Bronwyn's here, and then Melissa comes, and then I believe there's um, a gentleman coming as well after that. So I think we're set for 2020. So um, that would be then January of 2021 then, unless we want to do two. Well, actually, we're looking actually for a social media intern, and I think we might have found one. I'm supposed to call her back, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'll call her tomorrow. A little busy. A little bit busy. I'll call her back tomorrow. Next. Christine, oh my God, saw a video of local daycare, all dogs barking and running around like psychos. Yep. Yeah. To me, that's like, which is fine. Listen, okay, that's fine if that's what you want, but we don't want that here. Next. Britt, now that I'm doing loose leash walking with my German Shepherd, she gets two feet in front. I don't mind. I'm... I'm doing duration work and she's excellent. Okay. Should I slow down? I feel like there's something missing. So that's up to you. That becomes personal choice. I mean, to me, I don't want my dog two feet in front of me, but that's just me. Most of our clients should not have their dog two feet in front of them because they've got a lot of leash reactivity. They've got a lot of human aggression, dog aggression. So having the dog in follow mode, remember they're hunters. Their eyes are in front of them. Dogs are always scanning. So... To have the dog a little bit behind you in follow mode, it's actually a mindset shift. You actually can see the dog's mind shift. Like if you look from if you look from the side, you'd be like, "Wow, that dog went from aroused to relaxed." I think it's a lot of stress for dogs too to be out in front. It's like, damn, I've got to be out in front and be on alert. So, but it's up to you. It's up to you. If you haven't tried moving the dog back a little bit, try that next. Adam, live chat time. Leo loves treadmill. Guess what he's doing while I'm listening to you guys? Treadmill. Great thing to do. Mm -hmm. You know what the great thing about, about this platform is? Like I listen to, um, I'll listen to like, you know, Joe Rogan. Yeah. Um, or Ben Shapiro or a Jordan Peterson, you know, uh, um, a podcast. I'll just take the phone in my pocket. Yeah. That's a great thing about video podcasts is because you always got the audio. And you turn that into a separate audio podcast. Like for all the folks that are on Spotify, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, all that. Next. Daniel said, she's so nice to you. 
You're talking about me, Daniel? Of course she's nice to me. She's my friend. Of course I'm nice to Jeff. Yeah, we work together, too. Yeah. Dakota, hey guys, just want to say thank you for caring about the human as much as the dog. I tried seeking help for dietary issues and a veterinary subreddit said I was considering a raw diet again since... My dog has been so sick for the past several months on kibble. I was in, It was insinuated that I'm stupid and so I can't make simple observations from the difference that I've seen in my dog. <laughs> um, Fucking assholes. Raw versus kibble. People have lost the ability to have a conversation. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's, raw, pretty... so it's raw. Okay. <laughs> Until vets start making money from the raw diet, they're not going to encourage you to do a raw diet. So historically, so if you go to our website, SallyCanineTraining.com, I'm not saying this because we want to sell you an ebook, but there's a great ebook on there. It is for sale. It's 19.99. It's a great like beginner's guide, but not even beginner's guide, advanced guide. It's a great guide to raw feeding. Next. Chloe and Luca, I shocked my dog for fence aggression, and he cried through it, but cried still aggressively barked through it. Yep. Why didn't he just stop? I know. Guys, because you didn't make it powerful enough. You didn't make it powerful enough. So it's only a punisher if it works. Guys, I have dogs. We have dogs here that if we bump into, they scream. Dogs go through intentionally multiple times Underground fencing. Underground fencing is, we should ask Julia, how much higher than a shock collar? Yeah. How much higher? It's Sorry, a lot higher. Google it. Somebody Google it. It's a lot higher. Your average underground fencing is much higher than your average e-collar. I've seen dogs, my dog, run through cattle fencing. Yes. Yeah. And that shit yeah. is intense. Yep. I know. Next. Um... Stuart, I'm sure you can understand why. Or you already read that. Yeah, I read one. that one. Uh, yeah, Stuart, mad respect for asking. Thank you, for, Stuart. First of all, thank you for fucking being cordial. Next. Chloe and Lucas said, "I also did it pretty high when he was barking at other dogs walking by. He stopped for like ten minutes and started again. Did I understimulate him? Um, you might have understimulated him. You need more frequency. Um, also, what I would say is, what's the rest of your day look like? Also, what I would say is, your dog, are you missing the loading period? In other words, this is what happens." You, you corrected your dog. Your dog stopped. But then your dog is like this. Like, looking for shit to bark at. <laughs> it's a good example. All right? <laughs> it's like, cut that out. And that's going to be the lower level. And the dog is like, oh, I'm not supposed to do that either. And then the dog goes, ah, you know what? I think I'll just go lie down. That's what you want to do. And that's what people miss out on. They miss out on the loading. They miss out They miss out on a lot of that. They're like, well, the dog's just sitting there. It's not barking. I'm like, but your dog barks at everything. You know that. You said that. So, next. Um, Christine, balance trainers are being slandered because their work exposes the value of cause and effect. They don't want a population that can defend itself. Right picking for the NWO. And no, I am not crazy. What's the NWL? So, um, New World Order. So, oh. so, balance trainers, what, would, what was that statement? Because balance trainers are actually being quiet and pussies right now. It says they're being slandered because no. their work exposes the value of cause and effect. Well, okay. So, balance trainers historically are doing a better job. Keep in mind, guys, we clicker train dogs. Like, like we clicker train dogs here. 
Like we've got a puppy raiser here, a trick trainer here. We clicker train dogs. We know how to counter condition. We know how to use positive reinforcement. We know how to use punishment. We know all the quadrants. Like like nobody gives a shit about that stuff on this show possibly because that's what this show is not about. We're for, here for pet dog trainers to learn. So, but what I'm seeing is, what I'm seeing is a lot of balanced trainers staying quiet. So I know of hundreds if not thousands of dog trainers that bonk their dogs, nobody's standing up. Nope. Not one. Nope. And you know who is standing up? You know who's standing up more than my colleagues? Are my haters. That's when you know the fucking shit is bad. Yeah. When haters go, this is wrong. This is what it goes. I don't even like Jeff, but this is wrong. Yeah. And you can't get a fucking colleague to fucking stand up. Yep. Nobody's got courage. Nobody has courage. Guess what? It takes courage to do it. It does. It takes courage to stand up. Mm -hmm. And put yourself out there. Yeah. 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 Maybe once a week I'll get a a text from a a colleague, see how I'm doing. I got one today from somebody that's been really supportive. Yeah. Once a week. But but publicly? No. I mean John did. John somebody. did, yeah. John did tonight. Yeah, John Devine. Love him. He's a Navy SEAL, so he He doesn't give a fuck. He, he's got courage, okay? He's got courage, okay? So um but it's like, yeah. Yeah. A couple of people, I mean there has there has been there's been less than six. Yeah. Out of thousands. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's been people who I've literally who have literally come to me crying that their careers were dying and I helped them rebuild their careers that haven't fucking even reached out, which is fine. I give with no expectation of return, but it's just so funny. It's, it reveals you. It reveals you. There's like, there's and you don't like, have to, you don't have to say you like me or even agree with me. No, just be a fucking nice human be a being. Decent human just being. be a decent human being. How are you doing? Yeah. I do that to people all the time. In fact, you yelled at me. You yelled at me the other day. Mm-hmm. You yelled at me the other. I didn't other... yell at you. Yeah, you did. I okay. talked okay. firmly to you. You talked firmly to me <laughs> in a, in a Joel way. Boundaries, Jeff. Okay, because somebody needed help. They needed help, and I literally called them up, and I told them step by step how to solve a problem that possibly might put them out of business. And I and I gave them the answer on how to, on how to solve their problem, and here we are in the middle of this fucking shit storm with nobody helping us. I can't help it. I can't help it. It's the way I am. Just your I can't. I can't. I can't help not helping, you know, somebody. Yeah. Just how I am. Next. Dakota, raw, already read that. Gretchen, I think some people might have disliked because they know you don't take it personally, and they didn't like the thumbnail. Hmm. Oh, the show. They disliked the show because of the thumbnail. Oh, 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 I see. Randy. Hello, J&J. Just wanted to say keep up the good work with the info and staff at the training center. Thank you. Yeah, that's where we are. Staff's doing great, by the way. I check in with my staff almost daily. How's everybody doing? How's everybody going? You know, we've upped our security here. So, in fact, there's some nights I want to sleep here because it's so secure. (laughs) So, like last night. Last night, I wanted to just fall asleep on the couch and be like, you know what? Got my gun in my lap. Got my dogs. 
I'm just going to fall asleep right here. But yeah. instead, I got to go home and protect my family. So, um, next. Seki, hey, Jane, Jane. I felt like it was my Clint Eastwood moment. Yeah. <laughs> Sitting in a chair with a gun, waiting. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's it's bad. It's bad. Shit's, shit, shit's going down. Mm. God, I hope nothing happens. Ugh. That'd be terrible. Yeah. But, but it's getting there, though. It's getting close. Seki, hey, Jane, Jane, love your videos and content. Sorry for the haters. You don't deserve it all. Quick question. My dog is six months old and was pee and pet was pee pad trained Uh-oh. how do i transition her to go outside wrong guy man who is that that is saki saki man you're the dog you're the one that taught your dog how to piss and shit in the house right so i'm not the piss guy all right i lived in amsterdam for two years they called me the piss guy that was my nickname sick. but but other than that well i, I made good money you're sick. oh i made good money like 500 a night so what do they call those golden showers? Golden showers, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not if you're really hydrated. Then it's just clear. That's true. <laughs> what would they call that then? Clear showers? Salty. <laughs> How do you know it tastes salty? I'm just imagining. Uh, Isn't there sodium in it? The bodily fluid? Yeah, but if it was clear, there's probably less sodium in it. That's true. Yeah, so... <laughs> So, anyway, anyway, what the fuck was the question? <laughs> oh, pee pad. I'm not the pee pad guy. So, so you would talk to some. What I would do is this. What from what I've heard, I I have never done this before. But because we don't pee pad do- train dogs. But what you're doing is you're shrinking down the amount of pee pads, moving it closer to the door. Put the pee pad outside the house. I would just look up a YouTube video. Just look up a YouTube video and how to pee pad um, your dogs. How do you how do you transition your dogs off pee pads? Next. Fifty dollar top chat from wow. Jack Wynn. Thank you, Jack. Just wanted to thank you and all your staff. Y'all have changed the trajectory of my life, even though we've never met. Listening to Jeff has helped me gain empathy for all the people struggling, which has inspired me to start my own dog training biz. Jack, thank you so much. That's awesome. Jack, I really appreciate that. Thanks, Jack. And you know what? Not for the fifty dollars. Um that I appreciate a lot because lawyer bills are getting up there. But what but I really, really appreciate um what I really, really appreciate is your really kind words and I really, really appreciate that you get the big picture and then you see what I'm really truly all about. You see what I'm truly all about. So um that really meant a lot to me. So thank you so much, Jack. And congratulations. And um I feel very, very um, excited about the people whose lives you are going to touch moving forward. So, next. Four ninety nine top chat from the Noble Dogs. What can we oh, do hey, to help and support you through this shitstorm? Um. <clears throat> somebody approached me about doing a, a, a GoFundMe, and I'm like, for like my legal bills, and I'm like, is that tacky? I guess if I did it, it would be. But if it went 100% to the lawyer, and I don't see any of it, because that's what it would be for, I don't know. Maybe that'll happen one. Maybe that'll happen. You know? Maybe that'll happen. Because it's getting out of control. And I've got, I think, I mean, I've got the right to protect my 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 company. You yeah. know? I've got the right to protect, protect my family. I've got the right, I mean, I've got employee, we've got 10 employees. I've got the right to protect their livelihoods. Mm-hmm. My family, my reputation. I've been doing this for 15 years. So, um, unfortunately, in the United States, that takes, you know, sometimes lawyers. 
And we don't have lawyers that we found on the back of matchbook covers. Nothing against any of you lawyers that advertise on the back of matchbook covers. Do, you guys, do they even make matchbook covers anymore? I can't tell you the last time I bought a matchbook cover. <laughs> but why would you buy a matchbook? I don't know. That's what I mean, so I don't know. You use, a, to light the candles, you use the little gun there. The little... The long candle lighter. Yeah, exactly. Lighter. Yeah. So, um, so I don't know. Nothing now. Just give me a thumbs up. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh, we got nine thumbs down. Thumbs now. down now. Mm. Yeah, next. Um, Kibu, that reactivity class online would be willing to pay-per-view. Well, yeah, we're going to put on Patreon. No, if we put on Patreon, that's going to be a minimum. There's a minimum fee for that. Next. Mm. Um, Evanenser. I want to make sure I'm reading that right. Yeah. Evanesser. Yep. Sorry for all the haters. Y'all have such a great attitude. I mean, this is my attitude all the time. I mean, you have to. You know, life is short. You live once. And, and, and hate is not good. No. And this is the thing. For all you folks out there, say some of you had had a falling out, say, with a parent or a friend or a sibling or someone. Forgiveness is wonderful. And when you forgive somebody, you don't have to, um, you, what you don't have to do is that you're not forgiving them for them. You're forgiving them for you. You got to clear your mind. Next. King Kong. Hi, Jeff. Did, did you answer my question from before? I apologize if you did. I guess I'm going to have to rewatch later. Thanks for your tip. I don't know what the question was. I don't remember Sorry. anything from King Kong. Yeah, I don't remember. Ask it again. We might have time for it. Lindsay, hey, J&J, &J, love you guys. Struggling with a client dog that won't down with pressure or food lure. I've done this with plenty of dogs, but she's extra stubborn and I'm stumped. Ideas? Yeah, so take your food lure. How many, did it say how big the dog is? Um, nope. Okay, so sit on the ground, put your leg up like in a crooked position like this. Like, you know, you're like your legs up like, what position do you call that? Put your leg up. Put your le your, your knees leg? up. Yeah, put, so it's like so. Put your knees up. Okay. Like this. Take the food lure and on the opposite side of the dog, try to get the dog to go under your leg. And as the dog's going under your leg, gently lower your knee a little bit, just to create a little bit of pressure. And then keep the food there, there, and don't reward until the dog goes into a down. Or you could also use your foot on the leash and just like wait it out. Next. Britt, just want to say hi, even, hi, seven months ago, I was so lost with my German Shepherd, I became hopeless, then I found you guys, my world changed for the better, now my Shepherd happily goes for walks. Oh, awesome, proud of you. Kibu said, I saw that dog loading, yeah, the Great Pyrenees. <laughs> yeah, and that was actually not even like, we see dogs load way, way more than that. Yeah. Not only the dog loading, like, watch the full video, the dog attack, this is the thing, the dog attacks other dogs. Yep. Next? Yeah. Oh, well, you didn't say it. Sorry, next. Jamie. Been using the e-collar, but sometimes it works and sometimes not. I've tightened the collar to where it works, but it makes my dog choke. Should I use it's the longer tight. contacts even if my dog has short fur? Um, it could be. What brand is it? Also, what are you trying to do with your dog? Also, remember, your levels change as the dog's drive change and as the environmentals change. So sometimes um, um, uh, 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 what happens is if... You can go, you can work. Okay, here's a great example. The best example is this. Tex, his working level is a nine. Outside, he'll blow through a hundred, no problem. So, environmentals next could be that. Bob, 
Two, for the price of one, loved how you stood up for bonking wheelchair lady's dog. And secondly, for speaking up challenging the naysayers that say she shouldn't have had the dog. Hell, she should have any dog she likes. Yeah. Good on you, Jeff. Yeah. Thanks to you, she keeps her beloved dog and happy life with a behaved dog. Yep, yep. Good good luck placing a, a dog lunging, fighting dog that weighs 110 pounds. Good luck with that. No, we fixed the fucking problem. So... Thank you. And that's, that, by the way, guys, that is my job. Like, I was doing my job. Next. Um, Bob also said, shame on the dog trainers who said killed the dog. No excuse for a kill to cover their lack of skills. That's what it's like. Oh, that's such a common one. Mm-hmm. Now, now, out of full disclosure, I have had end-of-life discussions with clients. Mm-hmm. When your dog is just too aggressive to make it to a level of safety that your immediate family, like the people that live in your home or the dogs that live in your home, but even the dogs that live in your home, there's always re- the rehoming issue. But even some dogs that are just too aggressive. I mean, I've owned those dogs. Mm-hmm. Mostly that was human though. One was so dog aggressive. It's like, you know what? Even after rehab, it's like, well, rehab, it should have been totally rehabbed. It's like, guys, how many people go to the Betty Ford Center and don't last long. So, you know, it what you couldn't trust it enough. Mm-hmm. And around humans, there's the level of trust wasn't there. It just wasn't there. So there's always the end of life discussion, but those are so rare. Um, and that's usually after we like. I mean, we've tried everything. Everything. It's not like oh well, our way didn't work. So, no. Like they've been to right. Right. Chloe and Luca did a two ninety nine top chat. I which didn't did, get the Because it doesn't go up because it's so only two ninety nine. So it says, boyfriend is an attorney. I'll trade you him for um, training, LOL. I, well, I, I don't know, Chloe, if he does he practice in Rhode Island. And also, I've got a really good attorney I like. So, but thank you. But um, he doesn't have a fucking dog, damn it. Cause pack. Hi, J&J. I'm going to do a four-session train in client's home. Nice. Should I go once a week, every other day? What would Jeff do? Not every other day. Well, okay. What's your business model? What I would do is this. What's the business model? What's the goal? What's the behavior of the dog? And um, also, how motivated is the owner to do their homework? So there's a couple of different business models out there that you can do. You can go four days in a row, an hour and a half each day, and then the last 15 minutes, 20 minutes, or the last half hour. You train for an hour, train the owner for half an hour. Go back the next day. You train for an hour, do the owner for another half hour. Do a different command each day. You can do it once a week. Give them homework. If they haven't done their homework, then it's like, well, it's like Groundhog Day. It's like you really want to spend another hour and a half or hour doing the same thing we did last week. So all depends on making sure you've got the right clients and what works for you. What works for you. But every other day is pushing it. Every day is even pushing it. Next. Gretchen, nobody cares about the click and reward. They're into the drama. Show all the good stuff, not a peep. Show something they yep. don't like, the world explodes. It's true. It's true. We have dogs. We had a we dog. We show so much counter conditioning. We had, we had a Shiba Inu, in, and it came in. It was on day one, and it was in a muzzle. Almost 500 people liked it. And we show incredible protocols that you are all doing out there. Like, literally, life-changing protocols. Like, if you do this protocol, your dog will go from... This really bad space to this really great space, crickets. Crickets. Everyone wants to see crickets. the aggressive dog. Yeah, it's so. Fu- but it, it was a picture. Uh huh. The dog wasn't even lunging. Yep. Yep. Next. Uh-huh. We can take a friendly dog, throw a muzzle on it, and they'll get fucking yeah. fans. Yeah. It's true. Um, Cause pack. Do you know someone in the Vegas area that r- does rattlesnake avoidance training? Ooh, there has to be because it's out west. 
Are people against that? I, I hope not. But it's like, same thing. You're same saving the dog's life. That's way more intense. Oh, I know. Yeah. But it's extremely invasive and high levels on the remote collar. Yeah, most people... But you're doing it to save the dog's life. So I've got a colleague in Texas who does three times a year rattlesnake training clinics. Yeah. It's just like, three to 400 dogs. Most owners can't be in the fucking room. Yeah. They're allowed to be. Mm-hmm. They just can't be in the room. Yeah, I wouldn't want to watch it It is either. not pretty to watch. Yeah. Do people know that? Are people aware? Are people aware of the amount of discomfort that goes into a dog to make sure when it smells a rattlesnake, it fucking avoids it like the plague? Like, it is not pretty. But guess what? The trainer that does it, they travel around and that's all they do. That's their job. And you know what? It saves dogs' lives. But boy, that isn't pretty. And you know what? If my dog smelled a rattlesnake and was rattlesnake trained and fucking jumped up in the air and flew away, even with no pressure, because that's what usually happens. I've got a, um, you know, Marmaduke, the cartoon. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> So there's, there was a dog that went through rattlesnake training and they showed, I saw a still photo of the training and the dog was, this is with no Remote collar. I mean, the remote collar was already used. Yeah. This was the proofing stage. And the dog was flying all four feet off the ground. He couldn't get away from that rattlesnake quick enough. And it's like, yep. 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 It's what you should do. That's damn right you should do that. Yeah. 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 Your dog will die. Your dog will die. Now, not every rattlesnake, not every rattlesnake bite is poisonous, but you fucking get inflamed and you don't take a chance. You got to rush your dog to the vet anyway. Next. Uh, Chloe and Luca, those positive trainers that I was trying to tell you about on Monday, told this lady to kill her dog instead of using any aversive method. Yep. I stopped responding. I can't argue with that much stupid. Nope. You can't. You can't. You stay off that fucking... If that's not a forum, get off that forum. Yeah. That's just... Yeah. I'm, I'm blown away. I'm blown away that the, the people will do death before discomfort. Blown away. Next. I can't even imagine, like, having, like, that day. Like, it just doesn't exist in my brain. Yeah. Like, I can't stop this behavior, so I have to kill you now. Yeah. Like, I can't imagine. And it's usually... When you know, like, like, some, like something size. Well, if you don't use aversives, it could be very simple. Yeah. I mean, we, we have dogs that literally... A great example. 80-year-old woman. The dog that barks. The dog, she has a Jack Russell. It's been barking for eight years. Mm-hmm. She's been to numerous trainers. Newspaper up on the front windows. That's a common one. I'll put newspaper up in your front windows. It's like, and my neighbors will think I'm fucking, you know, making crack. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like, well, you keep your electricity. <laughs> or a grow house. Just keep your electricity bill low. You know, get solar panels so the electric bill isn't so low. Blackout curtains. Yep. That's fine. And you got to do shit for the roof, too, because they fly drones over it and they look for heat. They look for, <laughs> they, they, what they do is they look for heat footprints now. They do that. Do they? Yeah. That yeah. They're using drones. They, 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 they used to use helicopters with infrared, and they look for um, houses oh houses with heat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. A buddy, a buddy of mine is a helicopter officer, um, and... Um, uh, uh, he, I, um, uh, I'm not allowed to admit it, but I did not go for a ride in his helicopter. <laughs> and they've got really cool infrared cameras. they got cameras that can do a bunch of different things. And you go to a crime, a potential crime scene, mm. and they've got the infrared camera on because they want to see, like, 
like where their bodies, but they can see the cars on the street and there's certain cars that have got um, a heat pattern coming out of the hood, which means it was probably on recently. And then you can also tell where the bodies are. And what they're doing is their job is to is to um, have be in contact, either shine their spotlight on the actual bad guy or be in contact with the officer who might not be seeing that person like yeah. behind a bush, behind a building, things like that. Or how many people are in a certain I think that would be things. handy for like when people go missing. Yeah. In the mountains uh, Absolutely, and stuff. absolutely. Like, oh, yeah. there, there's a warm body. Yep, yeah, yep, absolutely. Interesting. Well, they do that, though. Oh, they do? Yeah. Hmm. Um, but I agree with your approach. You have to match the intensity. You actually have to override the intensity. Yeah. yeah. But thank you, bud. Scott, do you come anywhere close to St. Paul, Minnesota? Um, What's close? You know, let's see. St. Paul, Minnesota. Go? De Pere? Um, Well, that's not this year, but Austin, Texas might be the closest. No. We're going somewhere in the Midwest. Chicago. We're going Chicago. Chicago. Yeah, Chicago. Chicago. Um, Randy, Joe G, did you go out and get the new chair yet? No, this one's hurting me. This stupid chair. You, you've been off her. It kills me. Right. Oh. Right. Nope, not yet, Randy. Right. Um, Melissa posted the link to your seminars. Christine, purely positive trainers are an extension of the snowflake mentality. It is promoted heavily and pushed in the trade publications and DT academies because it conditions the population toward a predictable outcome. Hmm. It's interesting when you go to these seminars of positive things, just the, the, the ploys that they try to teach you. Next. Mm-hmm. Crystal, how long should I keep the remote collar on? Well, you only, well, not overnight historically. And every three or four hours, you should switch sides. Next. Um, Hannah, hi, J&J. Two leash-reactive dogs training on prong and bonk at the first sign of arousal. After eight months, all that stopped it's the lunging, disappointed in lack of progress, still trying for great walks. Okay, so what you want to do is watch my 180 video. Watch my 180 video if the dog is still lunging. Also, we haven't made a spatial pressure video yet, but we can probably grab footage from um, the, the class we did last night. Mm. Yeah, next. Christine, humans are just as predisposed to conditioning training as dogs. Go figure. Yep. Interesting. Well, we're all animals, aren't we? Next. Kibu. Jeff, we haven't met yet. This is Wendy and Kibu from Vancouver, British Columbia. It's going to be on your Patreon channel. Hey, Wendy. How are you? Crown. Hi, guys. We use an e-collar when letting our dog off-leash and he's playing, getting excited, runs at you fast, either through our legs or just missing us. How do we train him to slow down and stop? So there's a couple of different things you can do when you've got dogs that aren't aware of spatial pre- spatial pressure, of, of space. Um, uh, spatial, spatial awareness is what I meant to say. And what you can do with a lot of those dogs is um, you can recall them to a sit, recall them to a down, recall them to like a little raised surface, like a little disc. You can recall them to that. Also, what you can do is get yourself a little stockyard whip. Stockyard whipping it in any any tack shop, and if your dog runs and gets too close to you, just give them a little bit of a tap. And what that does is they're like, yeah, like running into me. Like your dog can actually like, you know, blow on a knee on you. Like mm. the elderly have been knocked over. Not even the elderly, but you know anybody that works in in in, in emergency medical services, they'll tell you about the, the amount of dog injuries they get, which are not biting, which mm. are not biting. Next, Dakota. I wasn't even trying to have a conversation about raw versus kibble. I was looking for any dietary advice, but right. they wouldn't let go of the fact that I was considering raw. Right. I'm still annoyed, to be honest. Oh, right. Well. right. I remember once I took Kira in to the ER. Oh, yeah. 
because she had a, I was like, I'm about to go on a trip in two days. There's blood coming out of her butt, like for more than a day, a little bit too much. And she doesn't get really stressed. So it's like, okay, is there something in there? Did she, something happen with a bone? So a vet comes in the office and they're like, what do you feed your dog? I'm like, raw. And she's like, what does that mean? I'm like, raw food. Like, food. Like, like beef and liver and hearts and testicles and kidneys and pork. And that, I, back then I was doing chicken, which I don't really do anymore. I do duck. I'll do uh, turkey and duck now. And, like, so that back then I was doing chicken quarters. Um, but, she, but I would freeze them so she would, I would know she would chew them up. And she's like, the vet's like, so how big is the bones that you're feeding your dog. I'm like, it's a chicken leg bone. We all know what a chicken leg is, right? You like everything from the Flintstones to like <laughs> real life. That's a chicken bone leg. Like we know what a chicken bone leg is. Like we know the wings for 10 cents, right? And we know the leg, right? Okay. And well, how, how big is the chicken? How big is that bone? And I said to her, it's a chicken leg bone. Chicken leg bone. It's yes. a chicken leg bone. Yeah. She's like, well, I'm a vegan. I'm like, okay, but you're a vet. Like, aren't you supposed to know this? Like, you should know not only what it looks like, but how much it fucking weighs and the density and the mass and all this technical shit. Like, I don't care if you're a vegan or not. Like, you should sort of know this stuff. So I'm like, is it like, so I'm like, it's the thickness of my pinky. It's like, shouldn't you have learned this fucking shit in college? I was blown away. I'm like, like with your nose raised, like you're, you're disputing my fucking raw feeding. It's like, you know, and, and you're going to see in the next five years how raw feeding is acceptable. Mm-hmm. I think more people are getting on board with it. Yeah. Just like CBD oil. Mm-hmm. You're going to see how it's all of a sudden acceptable. All the things they said that it couldn't stop, but they've been preaching that it could, you're going to start seeing big business say that it works yeah because there's money in it now then it's acceptable then it's acceptable same thing with raw okay once science diet and nestle once nestle figures out how to fucking make money off raw raw is going to be popular next um robert my five-month-old gsd does not alert when people come to our front door is that just a puppy thing or is it something that can be trained say that one more time what is the dog doing my five-month-old gsd does not alert when people come to our front door. leave it alone trust me Leave it alone. You don't want that. It'll, 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 it'll find its bark at seven or eight months old. But you know what? <laughs> and then I'll be like, how do I get my dog to summer? <laughs> so in three months, who's, who said that? Robert. So Robert, Robert, I'll see you in three months when you say my dog's barking its head off at the front door. How do I stop it? That German Shepherd bark. Well, then, don't worry. Your dog will bark. Your dog, it's not a Basenji. It'll bark. Next. A dog's best friend. Oh, my God. I'm training a deaf dog now. Tools are a game changer. Yes, they are. Yeah, with a deaf dog, yeah, tools are great. Gretchen, they also do something called goat yoga, yoga with dwarf goats that bounce around and jump on you. You oh, get wow. nothing done, LOL. Nice. That sounds fun. But I've always made my dogs wait for permission to most anything. I was offered a Malinois. I haven't had such higher energy dog other than keeping it busy. Do I just amp up my corrections? What you can do is, it all depends on what you want the Malinois to do. I mean, I'm talking like the Malinois, like it's this like special dog because it is. I own a Malinois. Um, I yell at text every once in a while for acting like one. I'm like, you're not allowed to be a Malinois. Um, 
I was actually, um, un- you know, unfortunately, one of my one of my clients committed suicide, and, and um, I got uh, he willed his a- a Malinois to me. Um, so, um, and he's a great dog. I love him. He's a great dog. Um, Tex. And um, but every once in a while, I'll be like, I I, I didn't want a Malinois. You're not going to be a Malinois. Malinois. So a so every once in a while, he like acts like a Malinois. I'm like, cut the shit. Cut that Malinois shit out. So, believe it or not, duration work. Duration work. So I got itch on my nose again. Duration work works, but a lot of people will be like, oh, no, it needs to have a job. Yeah, of course. Guys, I'm a huge advocate of sport. I'm a huge advocate of, like, exercise. I'm a huge advocate of, like, finding a job. But I'm a family pet dog trainer. I'm a huge advocate of learning how to do nothing. We've got five dogs in this room right now. There's 11 dogs right on this other side of the wall. Like, there's not a peep. Not a peep. Next. Uh, 1999 Top Chat from John. Oh, hey, John. Jeff, I owe you 10 times more than this, but thanks for everything. Love the training advice, but also your life advice. My dog runs at 100% and is a challenge, but you've made her into a good dog. GSD Husky Mix. Ooh, that's a fun dog. Mm. So, John, thank you very much. Mm. Thank you. I really appreciate your kind words. Next. Prairie Pack. Thank you, Jeff and Solid Canine Team. You make real training available to everyone, no matter where they live. My dog did her first chair sit stay today and ignored nine deer on our walk because you showed us how. Look at that. Yep. So it's so funny. It's like, and just keep in mind that like my staff does all the work for all the training dogs that come out of this company. So um, they deserve all the kudos. Um, but, but I'll take all the hate. You're getting a little bit now because you, you're, you're seen with me all the time. But, yeah. but boy... I, I treat my staff like family. It's like, don't fuck with my kids. Don't fuck with my staff. Next. Mm-hmm. Um, John Doe, 13-week-old GSD chewing wall trim. Oh, that's, 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 it's not acceptable, but it's common. So, number one, that means the dog's got too much freedom. Like, where where's the human? So, what I always say is, where's the human? Where are you when this is happening? The dog should be dragging around a leash. Believe it or not, you can correct your dog for that. You can bonk your dog for that. No, and then bonk. Next. Um, cause pack, if you need help with security when in Vegas, I'm in. Um, thank you. But I think we have a, we're going to be having a private security at all of our seminars. So we're working a deal out with a security company that's local that we know that will be helping us out everywhere. But, but, but as it gets closer, let, let me know. Thanks. Swilding. Hi, Jeff. I trained my Conocorso using all your free content. He's the happiest, most loving, obedient dog I've ever had. Thank you. Awesome. Awesome. Cause pack, LOL, I'm watching Fox News while I'm watching you. You guys are really talking about the same thing when talking about haters. JG derangement syndrome. Yeah. Haters are haters, man. Yeah. Haters, haters are haters. Trolls are trolls. Yep. There's a great, there's a great CIA handbook on how to be a troll. They actually train trolls. There's professional trolls out there. I don't know if I, I don't really? Know, yeah. Trained? Yeah. Yeah, I've got the handbook. Operators. <laughs> I got the handbook. They're like, oh, we're actually called operators. <laughs> right. So it's funny because a colleague of mine who was in the CIA, because I'm, I'm, I was gonna, you know, I was gonna publish a book and write a book once. Really? Yeah. I I own the title. Should probably still do that. Probably. Yep. Yep. And uh, probably. And uh, <laughs> this would be about online bullying, ironically. Yeah. So she gave me this book on on how the CIA trains trolls. And what they do is like, why would they train a troll? It's like, well, because they want them to infiltrate different websites and different chat rooms and like be troll-like and like become friendly with other trolls and then hopefully have secrets revealed to them. 
and it's part of the, you know, probably Homeland Security Division. So it's like, yeah, that's how they get information. Research. Next. Interesting. Mm. Uh, a. Backgalia. Lucy had her first day at Structured Daycare. The staff was pleased with her training and good choices made throughout the day. Awesome. I know your seminar made the difference. We've both grown. Thank you. Well, thank you so much. Probably your hard work probably even was even more important. Thanks. Um, Shell Leap Bombs. Hi. Thank you for all you do. Oh, you're welcome. Kibu, when we came across another dog, she took the dog into the snow and straddled him and held him in a sit while they passed by. Then she prodded him to dart back and forth, breaking his attention. This is the granddaughter who walked her dog. So that's good, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what you want. That's what they wanted, right? I think so. Cool. Norm, hi. Great to see you both. You've helped me train my dog aggressive two-year-old Staffy, Riri. She sits, stays, downs, extend down, etc., without e-collar, but still super dog aggressive unless I use e-collar. Right. So two separate things. So you can have the most obedient dog in the world and still be aggressive. And you can have a dog that doesn't know any command and not be aggressive. Mm -hmm. It's two separate things. So can you leverage obedience to help with the rehabilitation of aggression? Yes, you can. Yeah. But you still need to address the aggression. So, I mean, we get these we get these contacts in all the time. People write us, you know, contracts all the time, and they're like, hey, my dog, you know, my dog, you know, knows this, 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 cool, but it bites kids. So it's like, like none of that stuff stops it from biting children. Obedience and behavior are not the yeah, same. Yeah, they're not. And then state of mind. Yeah. Excuse me. Speaking of state of mind, we're almost done with this show, so... Couple more minutes left. Next. Uh, Shelly Palms. How do I bonk fence fighting dogs? Um, you'd have to mark it with no and walk up to them and then bonk. You have to be pretty close to them. I'd use a remote collar. We well, do use a remote collar for that. Next. Denise, four and a half month old GSD puppy whines in her crate when I get home. Yep. I say no and bonk her crate, but she continues to whine or scratch while my other two remain calm. Suggestions? Yeah, I would use a remote collar and there's an art to that. You'll learn it. So it's like. Do you go high, low, momentary, and continuous? The answer is yes. And again, you will not create a negative association with the crate or the collar. And um, it's like a fine art of like trying to find out the magic, like the magic level. Next. Melissa, I've been following you for two years. My Vishla is now amazing off-leash on runs, bikes, rides. She ignores other hikers, bikers, wow. wildlife, etc. Being with her is a dream. We have the best relationship. Thanks. Who's that? Who said that? That is Melissa Harvey. M Melissa Harvey, is that not the best feeling? Is that a double negative right there? Is that not the best? Is that how you say that? Is that not the best feeling? That is the best feeling. That is the okay. best feeling. I'll just make it simple. That is one of the most wonderful feelings in the world, having your dog off leash running, especially in the woods. Especially. I remember when I first the started best. taking my dogs backpacking. This goes back mm, 13 years ago, 14 years ago maybe. I used to take my dogs backpacking, and I was like, man, you're a different animal out here. Like, you were made to be out in the woods. Yeah. Like, if you have not taken your dogs, at least at a minimal, on a hike in the woods, man, they're, they're different animals. Mm -hmm. It's like, wow. Some of that primal. It's beautiful. That primal shit comes out, too. It's like, man, this is where you were made to be. Yeah, not this in is, the four walls of yeah, your home. Yeah, this is where you are made long. to be. This is where you're made to be. Is that a new top chat? Yep, four ninety. New chop top chat, and chat. then we're going to stop the show because it's 9.30, and it's been a super long day. From the Noble Dogs, what's the best way to start a podcast? Love what you do with the J&J &J show. How do you recommend I grow listeners? So so the Noble Dog, I started with one. I started with one. I mean, I had a radio show before this, 
and I transferred over to this, but I don't think it's like, it's not like those radio show people came to me because we have an international audience now and that was a local radio show. So what I would do is this, start with a Q&A show and do that and then switch to a live, a live show. It's hard to do a live show. Not too many people do live shows because live show, you can't have dead airtime. There's no editing. You have to know all the answers or like I do, I admit I don't know, you know? So um, how do you start? You can start, I mean, I'm on a laptop right now. We do have a camera and we do have lights and we do have a microphone, but you can do a podcast from your cell phone. You can just do a podcast right from your cell phone. So that's how you start. And on that note, we're going to end. It's Thursday. Our next show is Saturday night um, at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Madly in love with all of you guys. Thank you for all this great support. Um, if you uh, enjoyed the show, give us a thumbs up. If you didn't like the show, like the other nine people, which is fine, give us a thumbs down. If you're not part of our um, not part of our family, hit Solid Canine Training and hit the little notification bell. And um, we'll see y'all. We'll see y'all. We'll see y'all uh, Saturday night, and we'll see you this week on our social media. And love to, mo- to love to most of you. Love much love to all of you. I was trying to like turn that into like one long word. Hey Amanda. Hey Amanda. Amanda. Oh Amanda. Hey Amanda. How are you? Is that our Amanda? Yep, mm-hmm. it is. Hey Amanda. How are you? Love you. All right. Thanks. Bye bye. <laughs>